When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the real me. Stop happening on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Before we get to the question, which is, have you ever learned to make something from scratch because of the supply shortage? Uh, 651-641-1071. We're over here on the Colleen and Bradley show, checking our email because (sighs) Bradley and I both uh, tried to apply to get Adele tickets. Yeah, the Adele pre-sale. Well, our thing says we're verified, but we're on the wait list. It's real Mm. confusing. So I don't think that's good, though. No, it says, yeah, go ahead. Due to extremely high demand for the pre-sale, powered by Ticketmaster Verified Fan, you are currently on the wait list. Should additional tickets become available, Registrants will be randomly selected to move off the wait list and notified via text. That's not horrible. I mean, it could be worse. Yeah. They I mean, could say, fat chance, grandpa. I just think that was their really creative way of saying, like, nice try. Yeah, losers. you're not going to oh, well. get to try. It's we'll see. I want to give you a little slice of positivity, though. Oh, thanks, a little Hulse. bit of optimism. Adele's going to be performing in studio. What? No. Mm. Mm. However... Maybe some people aren't watching their email like you guys are watching their email. So. True. So that means you're waitlisted. So the, all those people who aren't watching their emails, all those invitations can fall through the cracks. And it's end true, because this went to my other folder. It did not go to my main folder. Oh, weird. So if you're, you know, maybe it went to somebody's junk. It's yeah. all good. Junk in the trunk. trunk. Okay, trunk. now back to back another sad story. To, uh, have you ever learned to make something from scratch because of a supply shortage? 651-641-1071. Bradley, why are we asking? Thank you, because New York City is running out of cream cheese. What? What are you going to put on your bagels? Apparently, hand-pounded chicken tendies are next. Uh, We'll get to that in a moment. But first, uh, nothing to schmear. New York City faces cream cheese. Stop. Cream (laughs) cheese shortage. Uh, Apparently, according to the New York Times, New York City bagel shops are scrambling to find cream cheese. With famous places having like a supply for five days only. Apparently, uh, owners are begging distributors for whatever cheese they can get. One lady said uh, she hasn't been without cream cheese for 30 years. So it's it's like a supply chain thing. Yeah, which and, we're experiencing. Which, yeah, like I feel like that's been a thing for a lot of people for a long time. But then there's also apparently, according to today, uh, chicken tendies, not nuggets, but tendies require more processing and packaging, and they're going to be harder to find and more expensive if you can find them. I don't know what that means. Anyway, Mm. so these shortage things with food got me thinking, well, you know, sometimes when there's a shortage, like you can just make it yourself. And honestly, yeah, sure, it might be a little extra work, but like you might find that you actually prefer making your own whatever it is, fill in the blank, 651-641-1071. 
What have you learned to make from scratch because of a supply shortage? We've had a lot of experience with that over the last couple of years. Let's go to the phones. We have Lindsay on the line. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Lindsay, what did you learn to make from scratch because of a supply shortage? Hand sanitizer. Oh, how how do you do do that? Yes. We got, we had to find, which alcohol was also a shortage at the time in the very beginning, right? You know, like everybody sat like, so it was, we had to find like the strongest vodka and then aloe and then added in like any kind of like lavender or whatever. Interesting. Made our own. Did you end up preferring your homemade version your to the stuff that you yeah, had to purchase? I mean, that it's so much? easier to buy it now. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? So I Absolutely. So not really, but Ugh. it was. It was. It worked. Yeah, it was an adventure. I mean, it's not like vodka lavender. Well, there you go. I mean, hey, it could be worse. Yeah. Anyway. Thanks, Lindsay. Yeah. Hand sanitizer. I mean, I do, you do remember really early on. Yeah. That's why I was joking and said, did you make your own toilet paper? Because it it was, things were dire there for yeah. a hot minute. And still, there are a little, like, there's a lot of things affecting people in all different walks of life. Oh, for sure. Um, have you ever learned how to make something from scratch because of supply shortages? Bradley, what did you learn to make from scratch? Uh, well, the first thing is bread. Yeah. Um, and sourdough specifically because yeast, you'll remember, mm-hmm. was uh, very hard to find. I do remember. And um, I still have a brick of, or not a brick, a uh, container of yeast in my freezer because once I finally found one, I just like shoved it in there. Yeah. But I don't use it because now I just make sourdough because it's so much easier. It's easy because you yeah. got your, uh, what's it called? Starter. Started. Yeah, I got my starter And you started. know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, I learned how to make ricotta cheese because right. you told me. I don't remember what Mary's but nest. I think I was making lasagna yeah. and I was like, but I cannot get my hands on damn ricotta cheese. And you're like, oh, it's really easy to make. And then you sent me Mary's Nest's recipe. And sure as you know what, it's real easy to make yourself some ricotta. Super, who knew? It's super duper easy. And like, I think there are some things that make sense to make from scratch. Like, especially if there's a supply shortage, well, then it's a no brainer. And right. like, it's probably cheaper to make bread than buy really nice bread. Mm-hmm. Like if you just want like, you know, wonder bread, go, go buy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's easier. But if you just want to make a really nice loaf of bread, the flour is going to be a lot cheaper than the actual loaf of bread. And the same with ricotta cheese, like the oh, amount yeah. of milk you use is it's actually probably similar or cheaper. It is about the same. And okay. you know, listen, I will, I liked the flavor of the homemade version and if I really wanted to impress somebody and I was having them over, I would make the lasagna all from scratch. And that would be great. Yeah, because you know how to make noodles. Because I make noodles. I always make my own noodles. That's another thing that I learned how to make. But not really because of shortages. but because it's yummy. It's easy and it's yummy and it's cheapish. Because you always have, you always got the flour, you always got the eggs and waters, you know, I always, right I, there. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of cheap. Sometimes I'm frivolous with my money, uh, but other times I'm very cheap. And I, or frugal maybe is a better word. Like if I see something at the store and I really like it, and I'm like, I could make that for a lot cheaper. Yeah. I will often try that because right. I think it's ridiculous. Like sometimes they'll charge you for like. You know, you're like that. I can make that a lot cheaper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But and yeah. at the same time, like you were talking about this off the air, you had wanted to learn how to make a certain kind of yogurt. And mm. then you were like, yeah, but I could just buy it. Yeah. Like skier. I saw mm-hmm. this for uh, that Norwegian. It's really good. It's kind of like sour cream. It's like good on like savory foods, yep. not a sweet yogurt, but like a, it's almost like a sour cream. And I watched a video on it and I was like, 
oh, I might make that, you know, because there was a shortage or whatever. It was during the uh, lockdown when we had a lot of time on our hands. Now it's just like, I ain't got time for that. Right. Because I have, you know, I do still make bread and things like that, but I don't got time for all that other stuff. We used to have so much time to kill playing around in the kitchen, like... Well, we were looking for stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make Indian flatbreads tonight. Yeah. Okay. Holly, what did you learn how to make because of supply shortages? Anything? Well, not necessarily because of supply shortages, but boredom, Mm -hmm. roasting my own chicken, Uh, taking a whole chicken. Mm -hmm. Super easy. Yeah. You can make bone broth. You can make bone broth. It's delightful. I mean, I do love getting a rotisserie chicken from the store and picking that carcass for a few days. I know. But I was like, I can make my own carcass. It's great. And it is a little bit cheaper. Yes. You know, it's interesting because when my, it, it was sort of a similar situation when my kids were all very small. I like turned into the pioneer woman and I was like, I'm going to make everything. So I did the same thing. Like I made I, every weekend. I made a loaf of bread for the week for yeah. sandwiches. I made uh, I made a chicken and then I did make broth so yeah. that I always had broth so that I could make soup later. Like I did all that stuff where I was using things yeah. that all the way through. I always made my own homemade macaroni and cheese so I could scoop that out for the kids for lunches and that kind of junk. And it was fun for a time, but then sometimes convenience reigns. Yeah, then you had to like, I don't know, be a parent? Yeah. And live? I don't know how like people with children do anything, honestly, other than parent their children because they seem like such time uh, intensive uh, things. Sometimes I think about all the time I will get back at some point in my life and what the heck I'm going to do with myself. I was going to say, a few people have had that experience. You might want to... Oh, I know. Ask them a few questions because that would probably be rather shocking. Mm -hmm. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we certainly have enough time, though, to talk about Britney Spears and her Mexican getaway. Yay! I cannot wait to hear all the details. Bradley's going to share us everything we need to know about Brittany and Sam Asghari in Mexico oh, so after fun. this on My Talk 1071. It's cool. Please. No, I like this song. I don't know why because I I'm don't not, know why either. I don't understand how it came to be. Like, I'm going to take part of your song and put it in my new song. Yeah, and just sample myself so that I get all the royalties. I guess so, but I mean, it's it's catchy. I'm just telling everybody I was treated to quite a performance of it in the don't break that it, nobody but, yeah. else got to hear. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hey. And um, our friend Brittany has been on a little vacation. Should we get the Cobra Gang Let's together? Do it. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Looks like their Mexican getaway's going well. He's twerking, and she what? likes big butts and a British accent. What? This is the holiday content we deserve. I mean, frankly, after all we've put in the work uh, for the story, I guess we deserve this. I don't know. Here's the story. And it, this comes from Hollywood Life, so take it for what it's worth. Mm-hmm. Sam Asgari twerks for Britney Spears as she raps Baby Got Back in a British accent. What? I know. And that's exactly what the story is about. Apparently, and this comes from a video that was posted on Sam's uh, Insties, where he shows up and says, <laughs> like, he, he shows up in his boxers in a hotel room and he says, I need a doctor because I had a bug bite on my her. 
on his behind. I have a bug bite in my hair mm-hmm. and I can't stop shaking it. And then he turns around and there is something uh, clearly stuffed in his uh, back door region. Well, I mean, not the back door. <laughs> Just sort of. The backyard. <laughs> That'd be a little Just the stoop. Just on the stoop. Yeah, no, his butt. <laughs> his butt is inflated. It's not a real butt. He's got something in there. Okay, he's got junk. He's got junk in, in his, his butt. actual trunk. He then begins to quote twerk as Brittany laughs, saying, "Baby, that's horrible. It is horrible, mostly because he's not twerking. Yeah, I would he's not. Just, he's just sort of gyrating. He's just kind of like shooting his butt out there. It would be the equivalent of me trying to twerk. But then she starts rapping the iconic Sir Mix a Lot hit, "Baby Got Back." And she starts singing it in a British accent, which is like a kind of a Britney thing that she does. I like big butts and I cannot lie. Um, it is just, I'm like, they're well. I mean, they're yeah. doing their thing in, in Mexico. And I'm frankly, I'm here it. for it. Yeah. Because A, they posted the content, which means, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't papped uh, in Mexico mm-hmm. unawares. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to say some stuff, and it's just going to sound negative, oh, but please. I'm going to say it because I feel it. There sometimes is this piece of me that feels like they are a piece of me that feels like they are one of those couples, and you know these couples, who are wanting you to think that all they do is have fun and twerk with stuff stuffed in their yeah. batuskis and rap in British accents. And you're like... There's more to life. Yeah, and I and and I'm not saying they're not fun, and they're not adorable. I just am saying I think that some of this is performative, and we need to know. Oh, that. do you think what? Do you, what? I mean, do you think that Britney's going to show up with? No, Hot what? Mess Express. No. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, all things considered. Yeah. Seeing the two of these. Uh, individuals behave like goofballs on their Mexican trip. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know, I think it would get tiresome, and I wonder what they actually do with their time. Did you see the most recent thing she posted, though? No. She posted a video of Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson singing Happy Birthday to her. Okay. Well, I mean, it was just her birthday. I know. But, like, th- what is interesting to me about that is the celebrities that are like hitching their wagon yeah. to Britney Spears' freedom and getting attention for it. Yeah. I mean, that's all that is. Um, but good. Happy birthday, Brit Brit. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Oh. Can I just say? You can say whatever you want. Yeah, you, you got can three hours over. Okay. what it's like on vacation with Britney Spears. I want to know if the two, if it's just the two of them, does she travel with an entourage? No, right. Do they stay in the penthouse suite? Are they alone? Or is it like, because part of me just thinks like Britney rolls up to like, I don't know. What's a Mexican resort? Um, or like a you know like a chain resort situation. Uh, like, do they have a sandals? I don't know. Sure, let's pretend. Okay, and like you could just be at the buffet at Sandals. It's not Playa del Carmen. Where is she? Cancun. Cancun, I think. Okay, so you roll up to the. I don't even know if there is such a Sandals Cancun. 
and you're at the like seafood buffet. Okay, Mm -hmm. sure. And you're plopping, you know, some fiery firecracker shrimps. Yeah, onto your plate. She's just rocking the all inclusive. And you turn around, and Britney Spears is there with like a Simpsons (laughs) T-shirt, and Sam Asgari is like fake twerking. Piling lots of protein onto his plate because very likely he doesn't eat anything but protein. Yeah, you got to go. Hey, guys, the tilapia is real good here. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like tilapia, but okay, yes, but that makes a good buffet protein. I think yes, tilapia does. I don't feel like you. But you see what I'm saying? Yes. Is she or is she like bougie? Because I just don't feel like Britney's doing the like. You know, like the Vomo Fiji thing we just talked about no. that Rebel Wilson was promoting over on Fiji. I just feel like Britney's kind of like we- weirdly like us, but not us. Okay, so can I tell sense? you? Yes. Can I tell you? I think it's she rides the middle. Yeah, that's like what she I mean. took she took a private jet there. Okay. So yeah. we do know that because we saw the pictures of them grabbing or making out on the private jet. Yeah. And then one of the other more recent videos that she posted on her own Instagram is of her on the private jet with Sam Asgari. He pops champagne and there's this beautiful kind of cake that's shaped like a bee with roses on it. Project Rose. So, like, I mean, you know, they get a little bougie. And then you see, uh, uh, the next thing you see is of them walking up to the front door of wherever they're staying, and there's a mariachi band welcoming them. Yeah. So I don't feel like it's, like, all-inclusive, but, like, maybe they've got, like, some bougie rental, and yeah. they're putting on some shows. I just want to believe that somewhere there is an all-inclusive that I could show up at Agreed. that Brittany will be there. Yeah. I want that for it's both of us, too. Yum. Yum. When we return in the tilapia is fantastic. Dumb people doing dumb things. Crazy, stupid idiots after this. For all you people doing dumb things, we love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. What up, Yashay? And these are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. You know, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again. Often, they're misstated. Florida, Florida, and sometimes other places. Like where? Like, oh, nice. Thank you, Calumet, Calumet City. Okay. Is that in Illinois? Calumet is in Illinois. Yes, Illinois. So this happened in Calumet City. Um, officers were called to a gas station around 6.20 a.m. You know, carjacking has been on the rise. And that apparently is the case nationwide. Okay. Um, the officers were called to a gas station at 6.20 a.m. to investigate an attempted carjacking. And when they arrived, four armed suspects suspects ran off. In all directions. Okay. The officers, of course, then had to try to find the armed suspects. And what do you think happened while they were doing so? Mm, Can you imagine? No. Let me give you a couple hints. Okay. The police roll up. Wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. Put it in park. And they see everybody run in all different directions. So they vacate the premises and run in all different directions to try to chase the people. Oh, did people run back? And... Stole their car. Stole the car. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, the suspect so. got into the Bishop, onto the Bishop Ford Freeway, exited near 
another area and then dumped the SUV and ran off. So took the police car, I just, ran off in it, and then dumped it and ran more. I don't understand a strategy, uh, but I, I feel like that's the point. There is no strategy here when you do things like this other than, I don't know, anyway. I don't understand the strategy of stealing a police vehicle or any other official vehicle. Yeah, because that thing's got a GPS in it. Well, not only a GPS, it's got the words police on the side. Ah, Right. So you're not going to be able to sort of like blend in. Right. Not a Toyota Camry. Right. It's one of those hiding in plain sight things. Like nobody could think that I have the audacity to steal this vehicle that literally says police on the side. Also... Police vehicle number one, two, three, probably painted on the side. Mm-hmm. So if it goes missing, they can go. We need police vehicle number one, two, that one right there. Well, the vehicle also does have GPS in yeah, it. Yeah. So well, that's I how mean, they were able to find it. That's 2021, right? Yep. Exactly. Uh, oh, they still haven't been caught. That's so CSI. It is so Oh, they CSI. haven't caught the no. car? They caught the car, but not, not the people. people. Mm-hmm. Got it. Because they ditched the car. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was in Illinois. Illinois. We're going next, trainer. We are going to the UK. Okay. I like that. Okay. Um, I don't know. That should actually be their tourism slogan. UK. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Sell it. (laughs) I want to take you to the Gloucestershire Royal Hospital. Oh, I've always wanted to know. No, you really. I was here for the first two words, and then yeah, the hospital, not so much. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to the hospital in another country. <laughs> no, I want to tell you about a guy. Let's see. How do I want to tell you this story? Because there's a couple of ways I could go at this story, and I think what I will do is to say um, this guy had an accident mm-hmm. that led him to the emergency room. Okay, it's the kind of accident. That earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. Okay. Um, he went to the emergency room. He had an accident. He'd had an accident. Was like, well, I had an accident. I'm going to have to go to the emergency room. His chainsaw backfired Ooh. and he accidentally got it stuck in his leg. <gasps> I'm sorry. No, I don't know. I'm trying that, to think of an accident. That would really, that would really bite. Um, he okay. How about I tell you this? He okay. slipped and fell. Oh, on the ice? Nope. Uh, on his floor. Oh, he slipped and fell on something. Okay, and it's on uh, what he slipped or fell on. How did I? I worded that incorrectly. Oh, did something like get embedded in him? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. a plunger? Ooh, no. Ow! Ow! It's not a plunger. Oof. That would hurt. Owie! Did it go in the back door? It yeah. went in the back door. Yeah. Like way... Way in the back door? Yeah. Almost. Oh, a, was it like a Lego or a train or something? <laughs> a Lego or a <laughs> train? That is, that is like, not like a... No, I meant like a <laughs> toy train, not okay. like an actual oh my train. Like you went from like zero to 60. That is... No, actually, it was a World War II 57 millimeter bomb. What? That's usually fired from a six-pound anti-tank gun. The guy... Okay. No, fell no, on a tank not. shell. No, he did not. That yes, is, he did. No, he that is said, the story he told them. Here's what he said. He put that thing there on purpose. He said that he put it on the floor. Sure. And then slipped and fell on the floor, landing perfectly onto this piece of <laughs> military memorabilia. No, that is a story. Was he walking with no pants on? Uh, Well, 
Oops. <laughs> I'm just saying. So he go he presents himself to the emergency room and they're like, What had happened? And he says, Well, I have a munition in my, <laughs> a munition in my butt. <laughs> oh no. And they said, Okay, I don't know what we're gonna do with this. The item had to be removed prior to police arrival because oh the army's explosive ordnance disposal team had to be contacted. Troops from 11 Explosive Ordnance Disposal Regiment rushed no. the Gloucestershire Royal Hospital to de, uh, de make it bomb not explode the bomb. Explode-y. It was a solid shot round. It was guys, chunky, ooh. pointed lump of lead designed to rip through a tank's armor. Oh. And he fell on it. He did not oh. fall on it. You are gullible. <laughs> Yep. He did not fall nope. on that. Nope. No, because that is like a scene out of a movie where somebody's walking around pantsless and they put a bomb on their kitchen floor. What? No, he, he and then he slipped. Okay. He that was a purposeful but that is dangerous. experience. Like of yes. all the things you're gonna sit on or experience. Experience. Yes. I don't know that I would be putting a lead shell in my keister. Yeah, I mean, isn't a pre- a piece of fruit? He said he Enough? put it on the floor and fell on it, and it went up his... Oh. Okay, so this is like... Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. This is... So... Oh! I had a doctor once who told me a story about something that happened when he was working in the ER. Okay. And I don't even know the name of the person to whom this happened, and so I will protect anybody's anonymity, but it's a great story. He said he was working in the ER. He was young in his career, and somebody came in. It was a female, and she had an orange in her area. An orange. Front door, back door? Front door. Okay. And they, of course, they ask, like, how did that get there? Right? Because it got there somehow, and they want to understand better. And she said... He said, you know, we kept on saying to her, it's okay, just say we're messing around. And you popped an orange in. You can just say that. Mm-hmm. But the story she told is as follows. Okay. I've heard the story. I know. She was changing her child's diaper, and there happened <laughs> to be an orange between the baby and her, and the baby kicked the orange, and it found its way into her front door. It seems totally front door. Okay, so like, let's just go through all of this. She would have had to have been pantsless. Yeah, like like spread eagle. <laughs> changing, Maybe she was changing child. her own diaper. She was like, "I'll change yours." Uh, you you can, you, I'll change. what? No, I, I don't, don't think that child like would that. have had to have a very powerful kick. Yeah, well, sign that kid up for, for youth soccer. sports. Thank yeah, you. watch out, Cristiano Ronaldo. We exactly, got orange baby coming. <laughs> orange baby, and to this day, that child is called orange, orange baby. baby. But yeah, so all I'm trying to say is people come up with all kinds of stories about how things, and that person had the whole ride in the ambulance there to think about how they were going to explain how that thing got in their booty. This is why I'm grateful for a uh, chunk of learning that I was given Mm. in high school, Mm -hmm. courtesy of Planned Parenthood, who came into our school and taught us some things about our bodies. And, and what just kinds feel, of safe things you can put in there? Yeah, well, yeah, just thing, ways to not ha- sit on a bomb. Sit on a bomb and <laughs> uh-huh. think that that's normal. Because I would hate for you to learn the hard way, right. literally, mm-hmm. by concocting some story to do something that you thought, oh, I wonder if that's interesting. Also, in this day and age, if you're thinking about trying something, maybe just Google it first and right. see what happens when right. dot, dot, dot. I put a bomb in my butt. <laughs> also, just admit that you were horny. It's fine. Right, that's what I'm saying. Fine. Just say, like, I was messing around. And so, I don't know. I fell. Yeah, like, 
the But you can totally see the mind where after you're like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, what do I say? What do I say? (laughs) I I fell. I fell. Yeah, I fell. And they're like, I mean, I get horny, too. It's okay. (laughs) Just, it's fine. Yeah. Just don't ever do that. Yeah. Or I don't know, go to Smitten Kitten. Yeah. Sure. Right? Sure. Be horny and safe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or just like, I don't know, Amazon. (laughs) Like, I feel like... It's so easy to get things to yeah. put in your butt now. <laughs> I'm gonna save that one. Okay. Oh, oh. All right, guys, stick um, with us. We'll keep you safe. We'll keep your we'll keep your butt clear. Uh, can we go to Florida next? Why not? I mean, I, this one I don't really know that anybody's a crazy, stupid idiot in this story, but it's just such a wild story. It's a viral TikTok where a bride shares a video from her own wedding, but then tells the story of what exactly happened and what you didn't see. Oh, so the video is of her and her husband getting married in a gazebo. Okay, she um, starts to get a little woozy. And then she falls into her new husband. You can see her tell him she doesn't feel well. And then she falls into him. Oh, I know. Sad, right? Yeah. Well, she explains in the TikTok she hadn't eaten a thing all day and it was very, very hot. Bad idea. Super bad idea. Where was her bestie slash wedding planner? Thank you. Um, so she did faint. And when her... <laughs> uh, and then she threw up. And then... What you don't see in the video is that her sister comes with a fan to try to help her cool down. And her sister was holding her own child, who's the bride's nephew, who's just a baby. And right at the exact moment that the sister was trying to help the bride who fainted and puked, the baby had an explosion in their pants and it got all over the bride's wedding dress. Oh, blowouts, man. They happen, man. That Um, poor thing, I hope. Oh, gosh. I hope she recovered. Uh, she seems to have recovered. By the way, you learn in subsequent TikToks that this was one of like three weddings. So this was like the they had had an official ceremony at a courthouse. This was a religious ceremony for her parents. And then they were going to uh, do another wedding in Australia, I think, where her husband is from. Anyway, passed out, puked, oh, and they then pooped on. got pooped on. My lord. I know. That's a that's a memorable remember. Yeah, you'll never forget that. I mean, most people just do that on their uh, at their bachelorette party. It's true. When we return, except for the getting pooped on part, I feel like I don't know, you don't know. I don't know actually, have you seen bachelor party? I don't know. It was a good movie. I guess. Yeah, yeah, Tom Hanks. Did he get pooped on? No, but I'm oh, okay. I'm sure at some point somebody did. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they cut that scene. Thanks. <laughs> that was in the director's cut. <laughs> When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, tis that time we're going to play a little game. That game is called the throwback. What? After this on my talk one oh seven one.